I've been working on something new. The global phenomenon, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, is the number one movie in the world. Woo! It leaves all other blockbuster competition in the dust. Not bad, right? Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, now playing exclusively in movie theaters. Hello, everyone. This is Rico, and you're about to listen to another episode of Treks in Sci-Fi, your weekly, almost weekly, dose of geeky goodness. It is uh, show 905. Today is June 11th. 2023 happy anniversary to my oldest son uh, Stephen and his wife Marcy gosh it's hard to believe it's, they've been married seven years wow woo good for you guys and they're about to have twins and they already have two boys oh my goodness <laughs> yes I have gonna have soon uh because she's due fairly soon gonna have four grandchildren and they call me pappy yes all right I don't know why I threw all that out there, but I have talked about it a little bit before on the show. But anyway, that is not what we're here mainly to talk about, although I would love to talk about it. Uh, this um, the show didn't do one last week. It's been pretty crazy busy. Plus, I was still finally getting over this cold thing that I had. You know, I had two colds uh, kind of um, a month apart or three or four weeks apart. It was kind of a really a pain in the neck. The second one wasn't nearly as awful as the first. But I'm good now and been doing just a lot of work around the house, trying to work on staining my deck. That was a lot of last weekend. I'm still working on it. Uh, railings take forever to paint, especially <laughs> the way I did them. Anyway, um, and we have, uh, you know, our new puppy Luna, who's who's a handful and growing and just has a lot of energy. So um, so that those are some answers for why there was no show last week. But this week, uh, at the beginning there, you heard a little clip from um, Across the Spider-Verse, which I'm going to talk about this week, because it's going to be kind of a comic book show. I want to talk about comics. I love comics. I have for for a long time, have a crazy, crazy number of boxes of 30 box, thirty long boxes, if you guys know what that is, of, of comics in a storage unit along with some other collectibles. An indoor storage unit, which I've mentioned because I got to that point a couple of years ago. Yeah, I got, I'm that guy. Uh, but um, but we're going to talk about comics, talk about the Spider-Verse movie, talk about some other things on TV that I've watched uh, recently in the last couple of weeks, and just have a good time, I hope. So let's do this thing. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Treks in Sci-Fi podcast. Scotty, beat me up. Fascinating. Stand by to receive our transmission. All right, folks, welcome. Welcome. I, I actually just went silent for a few seconds and didn't even really take a break. I have a little, uh, I have a little, uh, let's see, a uh, frappuccino today. No tea, a little different. So I thought I'd mention it. Um, chilled coffee drink. I'm not a coffee guy, not a coffee drinker. I drink tea, as I've said many times on the show. But uh, I was up kind of early today with the puppy, and, and somebody's car alarm was going off in the neighborhood. It was very annoying at like 5 30 or something. <laughs> Ugh. If you can't sleep in on the weekends, when can you sleep in, right? So, um, but um, but yeah, that's the drink of choice this morning. One of these little cold. I, I anyway, I yeah, I don't drink coffee typically, and 
but these these cold Starbucks things, cold type coffee drinks, usually with a lot of extra sugar and 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 caramel or whatever else they throw in there. Uh, but um, they're pretty tasty. I don't have it very often. All right. Um, so how's everybody been? How's everyone been? I hope you guys have been well. Uh, I'd like to say at the beginning, always uh, thanks again for those who support the show via Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Trex and Sci-Fi. If you'd like to donate a little bit, um, we had a Patreon chat not that long back where we talked about Mandalorian and the third season of Picard. I think it was third season of both, right? Third season Mandalorian, third season of Picard. Um, there's still a lot of talk floating around about a Star Trek legacy show. You know, they're doing this Section 31 movie. They're supposedly going to do a Starfleet Academy um, series. Uh, I think Discovery's got its fifth season coming up in early next year. A lot of Trek stuff going on. We have, um, I'm super excited by this because I, I love this. Out of the new Trek shows, this has by far been my favorite. Uh, Strange New World is coming back for season two starting this week, uh, this Thursday, June 15th. For those probably in regions that get it, um, I don't know really how widespread that that premiere date is. I, I know some places it's maybe a little a day or so different, but Paramount Plus, uh, Strange New World Season 2 starting this week, at least here in the U.S. I think Canada gets it either the same day or the next day. Um, but yeah, I'm super pumped. And the cool thing about it, I think it's ended now, but... Um, Last month, I think I think it went till the end of May. I think it might have been ended. I, I should check, but they did a cool thing where they put up Strange New World season one uh, all up on YouTube and Amazon Prime. I'll check maybe when I take a break here to see if either of those is still active. But yeah, all ten episodes of, of the show. I think I mentioned it on the last podcast. I think I know I put it up on the Facebook group. Uh, join that too, by the way, if you listen to the podcast. If you use Facebook, I know not everybody does, uh, but, um, you know, Facebook is one of those love-hate things, right? I use it I use it in, in just a small way, you know, for my little group, for Treks and Sci-Fi, to stay in touch with family and friends a little bit, but, and I'm in a few other groups, although I, not a lot, some comic book things and stuff, which I'll talk about. Anyway, um, what was, how did I get off onto that topic? So, um... Gosh, my brain. Sorry, guys. I'm a little bit a little bit tired today, so my brain's <laughs> a little foggy. But um, uh, let me pause here for a sec. Oh yeah, I think I think I was talking about Patreon. Anyway, whatever, it doesn't matter. I got another little shot of um, coffee, frappuccino thing. But um, and talking about things that I've watched. Oh yeah, we were talking about the two the two shows if they're still up on up online. Well, let me just pause right now. I'll pause again. Sorry about this. And let me see if these are still up. Okay. I think uh, I might've been wrong. I thought that I heard they were only going to be up for a month. Maybe, maybe basically they're up until the season two premieres. Uh, but I, I just take, checked YouTube and it looks like they're still up on YouTube. Um, and I think I've heard these are region locked maybe to just the U.S. Sorry. You know, I, I, I want to say to that when people I, I get it when people in other countries want to watch this stuff and they get a little frustrated. But, you know, this is a U.S. show, a U.S.-based show. There's a there's a bunch of stuff, I'm sure, that, you know, from other countries that are made that, that we don't get here. Uh, you know, I, I wish it wasn't like this. I, I get it. I wish things were universal. I wish we could watch 
I wish I could watch shows from, you know, Europe and, and, and China even, and, and, and even though I don't speak the language, but, you know, you got subtitles. I wish everything was available very easily. And, you know, I see people posting up online when this happens, you know, well, you can get it other ways and you can pirate it and all that. And, of course, yes, you can. You can always use um, – there are ways to, you know, I'm not, I'm not condoning this. I'm just saying it doesn't take much to Google and find ways to watch stuff that are region locked. It really doesn't. You you can, uh, you can, you know, mask your IP, use a VPN. VPN is basically probably the simplest. And I feel like it's almost not really even illegal. Um, Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I don't know, but you're not really saving the show you're not really stealing it or downloading it you know if you use a vpn basically you can more or less um more or less find you know it it will look like to to youtube that you're in potentially another country so let's just say hypothetically you can't watch these strange new world shows and you're in europe somewhere if you if you get a vpn and does it does cost a little bit of money typically sometimes internet providers will provide it but it's a way to sort of mask your location, mask your your IP. I'm I'm kind of simplifying things a lot. It's called the virtual private network. That's what it stands for. But you can mask your IP, which so YouTube will will not you know it won't know that you're in Europe. It'll think you're in Chicago or somewhere in the U.S., for example, right? Because it bounces signals around and all that stuff. So so then you can just hop onto YouTube and and it will think that you're in you know the region and you'll be able to watch these things. Um, don't tell anybody this, but when I was traveling to China years ago, I think I probably mentioned this on the podcast. Um, China, of course, restricts a lot of stuff, right? Uh, most people kind of know that, uh, but, um, you know, you, you can't even, I don't know if it's true still. I, I, I was there, been there a couple of times and it's been maybe five, six years since I was there last seven, maybe, um, but for example, uh, you know, I wanted to share some photos with some family and friends. And the easiest way to do that is Facebook. At the time when I was in China, at least you can't use Facebook. So I, I'm, I'm really rolling into a lot of tangents today. That's the way my mind works when I'm a little tired. But if you get a VPN, if you get a VPN in China, it will think you're somewhere you can use Facebook and bang, bang, bang. Within a few minutes being in my hotel room, I could put stuff up on Facebook from China. So, um, you know, I, I I wish the world was a little bit more joined. I wish we didn't have all, have to go through these hoops. I wish people understood that it's like, and, and I'm going to go on a little soapbox, Rico soapbox, brought to you by Kellogg's. <laughs> oh boy, I miss the days of Saturday morning cartoons and and eating cereal in front of the TV. Uh, but uh, see, see how my brain's going. It's a fun podcast when I think when I do this. But uh, but the um, you know, like people, you know, crazy politicians here banning books and stuff. We're in a world that that information is pretty easy to get and share. You know, you banning a book in a in a public library or a school library really isn't gonna. If somebody wants to read that book, they're gonna pretty easily be able to do it. <laughs> you know, Amazon. Uh, there's a lot of, especially if they're a, kind of a classic book. There's a lot of ways to get. Um, older classic books. I remember a, a big one that used to be banned all the time back in the day and probably still is in some places, Catcher in the Rye, you know, uh, by Salinger. Uh, and, and by the way, you know, everyone should read that book. Maybe not everyone, but any, uh, the point is, it, you, you know, that, that book, uh, 
it, yeah, I'm sure you can find a pretty easy, easy, easily find because it's such a classic, kind of like Lord of the Rings. And I'm not again condoning this, but but the um, I'm sure you could find a free version PDF or something like that, or some kind of document on online if you wanted. My point is, you know, don't 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 restrict things for people. I mean, I get when it's business like 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 YouTube and all that, and I get the the way they do this stuff and all. And, and I understand it and everything to, to some degree. But what is it harming, honestly? You know, like I, I guess bandwidth a little bit is used and stuff like that and servers and things. But the point of really – let's try to bring it back, and I'm already 12 minutes into this podcast. But the point of putting Strange New World Season 1 up on YouTube and Amazon Prime – by the way, I didn't check Amazon Prime. I'm sure it's there too if it's still on YouTube – was to basically promote it. And to get people to pop over to Paramount Plus, sign up for if they if you love it, and I and I really think most Trek fans, if you if you give it a shot, you'll enjoy it. I really do. I've, I've <laughs> I ran into a couple of guys at a con, guys that have been in the Star Trek, let's say fandom, and are kind of um, they had a booth there and stuff. I I think I talked about them. I saw them at the Columbus con I went to in December, and they were both like really down on Strange New Worlds, and I it really shocked me. Um, just because I'm like, you know, and eh, uh, people need to stop using the word canon. You know, it, it's just let it go, let it go, Elsa. But um, but I, all right, I'm still spinning a little bit. But the point is, promoting this stuff, if you can access it, and some even if you have to go through some hoops to do it, you know, the point of it all is is to get people to sign up for Paramount Plus, and other countries do have that, um, where they're region locking this YouTube version of it, YouTube airing or whatever you call it to the U S but you know, places in Europe can, will be watching um, the new season in whatever might not be Paramount plus over there. Maybe it's some other regional channel version. I think some of the Amazon prime systems and other countries got strange new worlds as part of their package maybe, but I, you know, it's hard enough for me to keep up on all the streaming stuff in the U.S., let alone other places. So, all right, there, soapbox off. Um, but the big excitement, obviously, is Star Trek. Star Trek Strange New Worlds is coming for season two. We have Discovery next year. We'll have the next season of, I think, Lower Decks later this summer, probably, um, certainly after Strange New Worlds. And, and back to what I also was saying, whether they're going to do another like Star Trek Legacy type show, I kind of think they will. I, I really do. I think there's a big demand. I think there's a way to do it with the crew of the Titan or or some mix of something out there. I think there's a huge demand. I can't see the, 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 the universal you know love that Star Trek um, Picard Season 3 got. I can't see them just going, Yep, that's done. We'll never see the next gen people again. I saw something today, this morning, uh, which which uh, which is which said basically that the Strange New Worlds. I think it was Anson Mount and, and Ethan Peck, the guys who play Pike and Spock, um, were were saying they'd love to do a, a some kind of a joint, whether it's a one shot film, whether it's something with, in the series, but they'd like to connect up and, and do some kind of special thing with the TNG folks. Which, you know, that would be super cool, right? Uh, we're going to already have a crossover event with Lower Decks and uh, Strange New Worlds. I think it's slated to be episode seven of, of this next season. So 
All right, let's go back, though. Let's get back on track here in the next five minutes or so. So what I've been watching, uh, Spider-Verse, Across the Spider-Verse. Amazing movie, fantastic movie. If you're a comic book fan, if you're a Spider-Man fan, for sure. And if you, especially if you saw Into the Spider-Verse and you enjoyed that, I, I can't imagine that you won't see this. And it's really worth seeing in the theater. Now, I, I saw something, Keith, on our Facebook group. Keith put up uh, the something yesterday about, I guess Sony had some issues with the sound mix uh, on some of the prints out there, and, and the people were reporting low, low volume, maybe low dialogue track um, in some of the some of the first um, screenings or or the last week or so. But apparently, that's all been taken care of now. Uh, I saw it actually uh, a week ago, Friday, so pretty much the opening day, basically, and saw it in an IMAX theater, and I I thought the sound was was great. If if anything, it got a little loud. It got a little loud in 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 a few parts. So <laughs> my son and I, you know, this one theater I typically go to in the IMAX one there, that's near fairly near my house. Uh, it, it's it's where I usually like to go when there's big new comic book movies or Star Wars or something big coming out, and it, it costs a little bit more. But it's a huge theater, great sound, but the. <laughs> The stuff they show, like ads and previews before the movie, you almost need to have earplugs for that part. It's so loud. Now, when the movie came on, it they the, the volume got a little better and it was more reasonable. But um, it, it was, and I and I've been to a few movies. Um, it wasn't that theater, but another one. I can remember one. I literally like. It, my ears, like it was like at a, being at a concert. My ears kind of hurt uh, after. Um, I even put my kind of fingers lightly on my ears a little bit during the movie. And it was like a, I think it was one of the Star Trek films or Star Wars films. I think it was Star Trek, possibly, maybe the last one. Uh, but um, but anyway, uh, the um, yeah, sound. So so if it, I would say that if you ever have a problem in a theater too, whether it's the film, something happens, you know, bad sound, whatever it is. Go to the go to the concierge if they have a desk, or go to the ticket counter after the movie, or whatever, or even midway if it's really bad, and just say, "Hey, look, this this is bad, and I'd like a free pass to come back and see it again, or my refund, or whatever they want to do." Typically, movie theaters don't want to give you a refund; they'll give you a free pass to come back sometime. So, and I've done that a few times over the years. I see a lot of movies, and it's come up a few times. Um, but anyway, back to the movie. Really, really good. Now, I'll, I'll warn everybody. I don't think this is a spoiler, really. It's been out in the news for a long time. This is this movie is not a whole movie. This movie is part one of two. Uh, even though they had that first film, uh, this, this is definitely ends in a, let's say, cliffhanger. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff that has to get resolved. So, and it's still two hours and about 15 minutes long. If you, And there's no, there are no, post-credit scenes, by the way, in this movie, for this movie. Although there's some pretty good credit sequences, some some nice animation, fun stuff. So we watched a little bit of that. But um, but yeah, so be warned that this is only part one of two. And the um, I think the next one's called Beyond the Spider-Verse. And that comes, I think, is due next March, I think. So you have to wait that long. It's not like a two- or three-year gap. It's just next year and, and not even a year apart. So that's cool. Um, I don't really mind the fact that it was, um, it seems to be getting very good praise. Everyone seems to really be liking it a lot. 
Um, I don't really mind the fact that it's it's the first part of it. Uh, it doesn't bother me that much. It, it kind of allows them to have a bigger story, um, and and I think it makes it a little bit more uh, interesting. And and, and again, it, it, the fact that it's it's only about a nine month or so, something like that. Whatever, whatever we are at June to uh, June to next March. So I think that's nine months, right? Am I doing some good math there, roughly? I guess it depends on when in March it comes out. I think that's the date. Uh, but yeah, great movie, great movie. Uh, a few other things that I'm watching, uh, I, uh, nothing that um, much new. Um, started watching The Mosquito Coast Season 2. It's not really a sci-fi thing, but I find it pretty interesting show. It is on um, Apple TV. Apple TV really has some good stuff. So, and oh, I love the last. I think I've already talked about this, but Ted Lasso, wow, great last season, by the way. Um, I'm watching the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. TV, yeah, 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 yeah. It's on uh, the Netflix. Uh, yeah, I talk like this. Um, anyway, <laughs> he's got this show called Fubar which I think is a pretty hilarious name. It, it's a kind of a fun little show. It's it's a bit ridiculous somewhat. Um, it's not super serious. He's supposed to be like works for the CIA. And uh, you'll see the previews and his daughter ends up working there too. And they don't really realize that at first. Um, but I, I think it's, I, I didn't know when this show was being advertised that it, I thought it was good just to be a one-off movie thing. But it's uh, I think it's eight episodes, and I think I've watched three or four so far. It's fun. If you like Arnold, I think you'll like it. And oh, there's a, I think it's a three part documentary on on there, uh, featuring Arnold and and you know, kind of his life story a little bit. So I, I I'd like to watch that as well. I mean Arnold is so fun to watch, and he's so charismatic. I I just uh, I like um I like his style. So. Uh, um, what else am I watching? I, I, I don't think there's too much else on, on the sci-fi-ish front. I mean, right now, I still haven't finished all the second season of Star Wars Visions, you know, those animated shorts that they do. I think I've got one or two left of those. Um, we do have coming up later this week, we'll have both, um, uh, and what is it called? Secret, oh, it's called Secret Invasion. It's the next Marvel, uh, TV series with, uh, with Samuel L. Jackson back as Nick Fury, uh, we have uh, looks. It looks like it basically scroll on scrolls on Earth kind of a thing. I'm not sure how many episodes it is, but it looks fun. Looks good. So so that's there, and and we'll have that to watch alongside Strange New Worlds, and of course we got Ahsoka coming in August. So plenty of plenty of things to geek out over. Um, trying to think of i don't think i've watched anything else movie or tv wise oh, i watched creed 3 last night which isn't sci-fi it's on uh, amazon prime now i like those movies I, i'm i'm kind of a bit of a sucker for even though I, I i probably would never ever go see a boxing match doesn't really interest me but in a movie i, I think this one in my opinion it was sort of the weakest of the three creed movies uh, i still found it fun and 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 pretty entertaining but and they tried a few different things. One of the things I didn't realize until the credits was that the guy who plays um, Adonis Creed, um, Apollo Creed's son in these movies, Michael B. Jordan is the you know the actor. He directed this third one. So I thought that was kind of cool. All right. I am going to take a break and get a little more drink, uh, get, get, have a drink, and then I will be back. We'll talk um, comics. 
This is Pocket Books Star Trek novelist Michael A. Martin warbling in your ear, and you're listening to Rico on Tricks and Sci-Fi. All right, let's talk some comics. So, I know I've mentioned this a few times before, but I've um, I've been a regular comic book shop goer, you know, visitor every week, pretty much, almost without fail, for since late high school. And I, and I know I've talked about this before, but I'll just, you know, in case people listening to this podcast haven't listened to the previous, some previous comic, you had a good, good group of friends in, in high school. One of them, my friend, Rob, um, I, I can blame him for, I don't know if blaming him, I, I should thank him actually, because I, I love comics. I love comic book movies, TV shows. And he basically gave me I think he loaned me. I don't think he actually gave them to me. I think he just loaned me some. I, I, I can I, I even have this vague memory. It's weird how your your memory works, especially as you get a little older. But I have this very distinct uh, of the house I, w- I grew up in, or at least you know my high school days, uh, in the basement of the house. And I think I was a junior in high school. And my friend Rob, you know, I I knew he read a lot of comics. He had read them a, a lot earlier and younger than I did. But he got me some X Men comics, and I think I think there might have been a couple of Spider Man comics in there. And I'd always loved Spider Man. I mean, I watched the old '60s cartoon in reruns, and 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 just you know, it was um, he was always Peter Parker. Spider Man's always been my favorite comic book character. Batman and Superman, I like a lot too as well. Uh, and I love the X-Men, uh, but um, but those Spider-Man, just because I was the science, I was the nerdy. The only thing I lacked was basically having glasses. I, I wear um, glasses now after about, oh, I don't know, 10 or 15 years now for just distance. But I didn't have glasses when I was in school at all. Um, pretty, pretty good vision for most of, most of my, especially, yeah until you know got a little bit older let's just say so anyway the but i didn't have glasses so i wasn't that nerdy you know i I don't know how much what nerd level glasses throw in but but of course i was the guy who liked star trek and then star wars and 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 just i read sci-fi i i did did well in math and science i love science it's pretty much turned into my career i have a science degree from from my university so i i you know, I had a chemistry set back in the day when <laughs> chemistry sets these days, I feel like are probably not anywhere, anywhere like I swear they were giving out. I think I didn't I didn't get one of these, but I think I've read or heard something like old, really old, like before my time. Um, chemistry sets even included some some like radioactive, like a rock in there or something like that. But I, I, I can remember stinking up our basement with, with playing with, with some of the junk, burning sulfur and crazy things. I'm surprised, you know, um, nothing bad happened. You know, when all my all the stuff I messed around with as a kid, we tried to make our own fireworks. You know, I, I just uh, but so I was that nerdy science kid. And so Peter Parker, I mean, that's what he was. And, you know. For for people who know the you know the comic book origins and things of Spider Man, a lot of what he does, uh, or a lot of his gadgetry, especially his web shooters uh, and the fluid that goes into those web shooters, you know, even though when Sam Raimi made the Spider Man films, he made uh, Spider Man allowed him to be able to shoot webs organically, right? 
they were actually in his body, um, which I, I, I still feel like because it's part of the science part of Spider-Man, I still feel like having a mechanical web shooter thing that he builds, it, it, it works better. I could, I could, I sort of get that it's a pretty impressive feat um, to create, but it's a comic book. But to create the kind of webbing and stuff and the, the way Spider-Man uses it, I mean, this stuff is, like, amazing, right? And everything that he can do with it. And, and to be able to, you know, the, the idea if he gets, you know, if you can accept that he gets bitten by a radioactive spider and then he can climb walls and has super strength and all this stuff and reflexes and everything and spider sense, if the it's probably not much more of a leap to say he can shoot webs out of his wrists and stuff without, you know, a web shooter. But... um but yeah, so I love Spider-Man. So back to what I was saying before where my, my friend gave me some comics and I'm like, I was just hooked from the beginning, probably the, from the first few pages. I'm like, wow, this is – I always loved art too. Um, and I and I I love the, the drawings and the different styles depending on the artists and things and the writing. It's just something very, very um, – fun and exciting to read a great comic that that isn't like the same as reading a story or watching a movie or a tv show it's 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 different and i don't know how to describe it unless you try it and i think everyone not again like i said earlier i use the word everyone but if you're you know comics can be kind of intimidating although i think these days with all films and tv shows that we've had i think they're less so so um I would urge everyone, we just had a free comic book day about a month ago, uh, you know, grab some comics and, 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 you know, from some characters you might be interested in and check them out. Um, my biggies have always been Spider-Man, the X-Men. Um, I've gotten into Daredevil a little bit more in the recent years from Marvel. I'm, these are all Marvel characters. Surprisingly, I never really read much Captain America and Iron Man, and I still really don't. Occasionally I will. Um... I think there's it's an interesting phenomenon of of the comics that I read in the early years are still the ones I kind of have stuck with. I've added some things, I've subtracted some things, and I've also said this before. The uh, I was a big Marvel guy in, in my first like I would say ten years or more. Of the, my first ten years or more of reading comics, I don't think I hardly ever picked up. A DC, which is the other big publisher, a DC comic, which is Batman, Wonder Woman, uh, you know, Superman, of course, and those characters. But then, um, then I think I think it was the Batman um, movies, the early ones with Michael Keaton, that I was like, man, I, I want to read these or read Batman comics. And now I think, and I read a lot of different Batman comics these days, I probably read more Batman than anybody else right now. Um, Spider-Man's got a lot of comics, but I've really mostly stuck with, well, I, I read the whole Ultimate Spider-Man, which is um, the alternate universe version of Spider-Man, which eventually leads to Miles Morales and stuff like that. But um but, uh, you know, Peter Parker, Amazing Spider-Man was my mainstay book, and I still read it um, to this day uh, with very few missing issues. Uh, but um, and X-Men, although the X-Men, I think I've really not liked the last five to ten years of X-Men, not like the earlier times of X-Men with Chris Claremont and all those guys in the 80s and 90s. Um, I just they've gotten very weird. 
and there's just a whole bunch of of X-Men uh, of characters, new characters that I really don't have any kind of tangible hold on or or feelings towards at all. The mainstay original groups like Cyclops and Wolverine and Jean Grey and Nightcrawler, Colossus, Kitty Pride, those characters in X-Men. If you know X-Men, you'll know those, and they've been in the movies. Um, Iceman a little bit, although he he wasn't really in the comics that much when I was reading him. Uh, but, um, but those are my X-Men. Uh, of course, Professor X and, and everything. And I know that um, comics have to continue to, you know, do new stories and try new things, but they, they've just gone, they've gotten too out of control, in my opinion. They have to bring it back a little bit to the core group and become more the heroes that I like them to be rather than this. They've become kind of, kind of crappy to the rest of the world is this is the simplest way I can put it in, in recent years. So I, I, there are times where I feel like even just dropping, uh, you know, any X-Men new books and just going back and rereading the old ones. Uh, but uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's an interesting thing. I'm excited they're going to do new episodes of the X-Men, the good old 90s era X-Men cartoon. I don't know what network that is. I want to almost say it's HBO or whatever it's called, Max now, but I'm not sure. Um I guess it wouldn't be right because that doesn't make sense. Don't aren't they owned by Disney slash Marvel? Marvel is is pretty much owned by Disney, right? So it would probably have to be in the Disney Channel. I think. Yeah, I guess so. So anyway, they're doing a new. I think that's targeted for next year. Uh, but they're doing a new X Men cartoon, sort of supposed to be a continuation of the '90s era series. So uh, that should be fun. That should be good. Hey. um... So that's a bit of a rundown of my history in the in the starting in the earlier days of comics. Let me um, take a short break here. I'll come back and and talk about kind of I'll just talk about what I'm currently reading, what I'm kind of excited about these days in comics, and, and maybe a little bit about how it's spun off into this movie world where where we're we've had all these Marvel movies and we're getting DC films. We've got the Flash movie coming uh, late this week, later this week um, on Friday. It comes out, so we'll talk. We'll talk about both the um, current comics I'm reading and uh, the MCU and the DCU, whatever you call it, for movies. I'll be right back. Hey, this is Larry Nimichek, and I too survived the Con of Wrath. In fact, we're even making a movie about it. And you're listening to Rico on Treks and Sci-Fi. All right, I am back. Ah, uh, boy, I am a little tired. Sorry. <laughs> I'm excited, though. It's fun to talk about comics. Not on five hours of sleep, which is probably about what I got. Um, all right. Current comics. Uh, the other big publisher that I that I read a bit of these days is Image Comics. Um, that is a group of comic book creators back in, I'm not sure what year it was. I think it was late 90s. Could have been 2000, 2001, around there, maybe. Todd McFarlane, Jim Lee. Those guys, um, there there were others. There was a group of about six, seven, or eight, something like that, formed their own, and everyone thought it was a bit nuts at the time because some of these guys had pretty good careers going with with the biggies, with Marvel and and so on. So, uh, but they went off and formed Image Comics, and that's where we got like the Spawn books from, and the Mark Millar uh, books, and and a, and a 
bunch of others. And, and they have some pretty interesting stuff these days. Uh, really quite, quite a few cool things going on there. Like recently, Todd McFarlane created some new Spawn books. There's one called, I, I kind of dropped Spawn. I used to read Spawn, and they're supposed to be doing another movie too. They did a movie, one movie, and they're supposedly doing another one. Um, I, I read Spawn. I love Spawn. But then it just became, it, it felt a little bit about like, <laughs> It's like the Wheel of Time books. It started to feel like they were just sort of Todd, Todd or Andor, whoever was writing it. Um, They're kind of spinning their wheels. It, it, not much was happening, and there was a time. I've become a little bit less restrictive in, in in recent years than I used to be. Although I think I need to pull back again, do another pullback. But I had a very like a bit of a strict rule of I, I, I had a pretty tight group of comics I was buying like per month. I think a total of maybe 10 or 11 different titles per month. And back in those days too, keep in mind, most books, and there were very few exceptions, were monthly. They only came out once a month. So, and a lot of titles, they pulled back on this in their last couple of years. But a lot of titles became twice a month, um, and that that's a lot, especially when the average comic these days is is three ninety nine. Now the shop I go to, I get a I get a discount of I think it's a twenty five percent discount, so I get a a four dollar comic for three dollars, which helps. But you know, if you, that's still even with that discount, if you're reading two issues of just that comic a month, that's six bucks per month. And if you're reading 10 books or something like that, you can do the math. Um, I mean, I think these days I probably average maybe $25 or $30 on, on comics per week, which probably sounds like a lot to people. But, you know, I, I, I work for my, you know, you know, life and income and disposable income and all that. But it used to be, gosh, I can remember going to the shop not that long ago, maybe 10 years back or so, and... and if I spent 20 in a week, that was a big week even. So books have gotten more expensive, and they started to double double monthly publish a lot. And there were more titles, really, that I was interested in. So um, so that all that became a, th- you know, a thing. I guess these days when I'm reading, I'm reading Spider-Man, like I already mentioned. DC books I read, um, I read both Batman main books, Batman and Detective Comics, and a lot of the ex- extra ones that come out. Um, like there's um, there's a great series, a Batman series, if you want to check it out, called Curse of the White Knight. Um, it's really really good. Um, the so there you know Batman practically every other week there's a, there's a new mini series. There there's a there's one called Dark Knights of Steel uh, that's almost ending. I think there's one more issue to go. That's been pretty good. A Batman book. Um, Fantastic Four has always been a great Marvel book that I read. Uh, I've loved that team. I wish they would do a new movie and a better movie <laughs> than the ones they've done so far. Um, maybe just do just do a Fantastic Four like big time MCU movie. I mean, I know that's been rumored a lot, and he kind of popped up a little bit in that last Doctor Strange movie, right? Uh, but um, no spoiler. I guess spoiler, but that movie's like more than a year old, so live with it. Uh, but, um, but Fantastic Four is a great, um, uh, always been a fun book. And I, I actually just read the most recent issue last night, which was a really fun one and really good artist right now too. 
Um, but, um, and then, like I said, there's, um, two Superman books, main books, Superman and action comics that I read pretty much each month. I think most of these have become monthly now. Um, Spider-Man was one that they were pushing twice a month. I think that's gone to once a month. Oh, they had a big, <laughs> amazing Spider-Man had a big thing happen in issue 20. Well, it's issue 26, but it's really issue like 900 and something. You know, they renumber these things and they started doing this years ago where comics, um, you know, for, for ages, you know, comics started at issue one and they just kept numbering them. So you'd get up to issue like 459 or whatever, for example. But what they were, what, what somebody thought and decided, and I, I'm sure this is panned out with data, that if you threw out an issue one, everyone would grab it, right? So the way things are these days, typically what happens is when there's a new creative team come in, a new writer slash artist, one or both or whatever, they'll they'll start a new storyline with a book and they'll go back to issue one. But usually most of the comics, I know Marvel's doing this. I think Marvel and DC are doing it now. They'll put a smaller little number under it, legacy number. So it'll be like, you know, issue 900 and like I think, you know, something I read recently was 901 was the legacy number for it. So anyway, um, so that's just comic book numbering, but you know, that that's, so that's why I said issue 26 of amazing Spider-Man isn't really, it's technically issue 26 now, but it's, you know, whatever number it is, 903 or something like that. I don't know. Um, but yeah, there was a, there was a character, a uh, big thing happened to a certain character. I'm not going to say any more than that, but there's been a lot of internet controversy about this whole thing. You know, it's like, oh, they, you know, they screwed, you know, they screwed, a, you know, like whatever, screwed over such and such. It's not like they killed, you know, Spider-Man or Peter Parker or anything, but, but anyway, read it. I, they do this kind of stuff in comics all the time. They killed Superman in a huge event that even people who didn't know comics, you know, way back in the early, I think it was early 90s, uh, killed off Superman. Can you imagine? It'd be like killing off Batman, which I they've they've done that too. And they've hurt him. They broke his back, you know, Bane and all that. So, I mean, they they do these events. But if the character is big enough, it doesn't last, you know. Uh, I, I mean, there's just main, big main characters in, in these books over the years have had things happen to them that, oh my gosh, what have they done? But now we all take it like the real comic book readers and fans, we all know that, oh, that's, that'll change. It, you know, in a few years he'll be back or she'll be back or something will happen, you know. Um, Jean Grey was in, was another one in the X-Men, you know, the, in the whole Phoenix storyline. She dies. And, uh, but she comes back. <laughs> I got better, you know, so it's, it's, it's makes sense. It's understandable. I, I do sometimes wish, and I get that a main character, like a Superman, a Batman, a Spider-Man, Wonder Woman, whatever. Um, by the way, I have read some Wonder Woman. It's not a regular book that I read, but I read it once in a while. Um, you're never going to kill those characters off permanently, right? So, you have two choices at that point. Do you do something interesting and make it seem like you've killed them off and then have somebody else maybe sub in for them? That's usually what happens with these superheroes. Um, and then in a year or two, you bring the character back. 
or we all know you're going to bring him back. You do, do you just never go down that road? I, I think I, I don't really feel like over the last maybe decade or more, I don't really feel like they've stunt. You know, this is kind of a stunt, right? I don't really feel like this. the comics have done this as much. It seemed like it was more of a stunt back in the day. I don't know how many times it killed Wolverine or tried to. Um, but, you know, the guy's got a healing factor. I mean, you, you know, I, f- I feel like a little a piece of his hair, if, if a piece of his hair was left, the rest of, rest of him could survive and curl back, which is weird when you think about it. But, um, but anyway, uh, it, it's... I think as long as they do it carefully and if it's interesting, like I, I do think my my opinion of the the big one probably was the death of Superman thing. I do think it was kind of interesting what they did with that and how they brought him back and all that kind of stuff. I don't want to say too much again, but it was pretty cool at the time. I remember really being excited by it and I thought it was pretty interesting and, and I didn't feel like I was being jerked around or anything. Sometimes you, you don't want your readers to feel like you're kind of pulling their chain too much. Um, so it's, it's a tricky thing. And, and, and I I say this in some of the Facebook groups occasionally, you're never going to, it's like a movie or a television show or, or a regular book or a comic. You can't please everyone who, who either watches something or reads it. So just do what you feel you want to write or want to do and then, and then do it and, you know, and stick by it. Don't be a wimp and, you know say, hey, this is what we're going to do. You might like it. You might not like it, but it's what we're doing. And we're the ones running the show. We're the ones, you know, writing this story. And, and you know, that's okay. It's okay if you don't like it. And I always say, look, if, if there's a book that you're not enjoying, just stop reading it, uh, whether it's a regular book, a comic, whatever. So let's let's segue over into a little bit of the, of the I'm just well, I was going to say, are there other, I'm trying to think of other, I've read Green Lantern uh, once in a while. I do like that character, a Green Arrow as well, but they're not ones that I stick with. I, I try them out now and then. They're doing this whole, um, DC Comics right now is going the, through this whole, like, I don't know what their official name, what is it called, New DC or something like that. Uh, but they're sort of revamping their characters a little bit. Um, they're doing it kind of across pretty much their whole line. Um, some of it I've read so far and I like some of it, yeah, it's okay. Um, but, um, but anyway, that's happening. Uh, and Marvel does that now and then too. So, but let's talk now a little bit about, um, the films and the TV shows and stuff. Now, of course, uh, I probably would still say, you know, the whole, if you're stranded at a desert Island, what comics do you want to be left with or movies or whatever? I, I do still probably feel Marvel to me has always been my baby. And, and I feel like the characters I've said this before, they're, they're more real and more relatable. They're not these godlike characters like a, like a Superman or a wonder woman who is literally a God or, or the, you know, even Batman, even though he has no powers, <laughs> everyone has this, you know, this thing about Batman is that, if Batman's got enough time to prep, he can beat pretty much anyone, and because uh, he's smart and he's crafty and he's, you know, he 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 knows how to exploit a weakness and and things like that. So, um, but anyway, yeah, Marvel is so the the Marvel films uh, have just been 
it's been an amazing journey, I think. And everyone's like in the last couple of years is like, oh, you know, they after Endgame, it's it's crap. I don't think so. I, I think this is just sort of a, a new phase and a new rebuilding. If you don't like it, well, th- this is what they're doing. You can't keep doing Endgame. You know, you can't keep, um, you've got to come to a resolution a bit. And they built that series up and then it, yeah, I, I felt a, felt like totally stuck the landing. I felt like I, I loved the last couple of films, Infinity War and, and Endgame. And, and it, it, it really got really emotional. And, and um, you know, maybe the last Thor movie was kind of a little too humorous, uh, you know, the, you know, and, and Doctor Strange and, and okay. Uh, but, um, but, you know, I thought the Guardians of the Galaxy movie was really, really good. The, the third one that they just did. Uh, and I, I enjoy the TV series. I've enjoyed all the, the, the series that they've done on, on TV. I really, really have. I, I, I find they're, they're fun to watch. Um, and I, I think they're, the quality is there just like the films and each has had its own little sort of feel. Uh, they're all different. Uh, Loki is different than the, than, than the, you know, Scarlet Witch series, WandaVision, you know, uh, and they're different than Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh, and, and different than the Miss Marvel series and She-Hulk. They all have their own little style and difference. Uh, and, and the Secret Invasion one that's coming up, you know, I'll feel it'll probably be, uh, I like the Hawkeye one a lot. I thought that was really fun. Um, especially Haley Steinfeld, I thought was fantastic in that. I, I hope she shows up in the movies now. Because I really thought she was fantastic, and, and, and this the same. I don't know the actress's name, but the one who played Miss Marvel, I thought she was great, and she's in the Marvels, um, that new movie that's coming. I think in the fall. Is it the fall? I think it is. So, um, but I've loved the series that they've done, and it, it's you know, it's so cool. People don't realize. <laughs> You'd be able to sit down and watch a new episode of of these characters with the kind of effects and things that they can do uh, uh, just on your TV. Wow. It was a dream. It would have been a dream for me as a kid to be able to do that. And, and I think you know, some some people have begun, gotten a little spoiled and a little jaded, you know, now. And it's like, you know, I don't know. Everyone's entitled to their own, you know, informed opinion is the way I like to say it. Thank you, Harlan Ellison. Uh, I think you can't really form a good opinion about something if you're not educated in it. Um, it's like I, I, you know, I wouldn't try to give a medical opinion to somebody because I'm not a doctor. Um, I can tell you a little bit, you know, if you don't feel good, you know, in certain ways and have a little, you know, everyone has those experiences. But if you say you've got a pain on your right, you know, lower right side, I could say, well, because I've had an appendix out, I could say, yep, that might be your appendix. But, uh, the point is, is, you know, if you like this stuff, that's fine. It, it, there's nothing, it, this is all an art form. Comics are an art form. The, the series and movies that they've done are an art form. And, and art is subjective. It's super subjective. I mean, people would say who study literature, who study film, people would say that there are objective things you can, you can point to, you know, and, and review a movie. Um, I can remember way back reading, or not reading, sorry. I can remember way back watching, and I did this pretty regularly, um, watched good old 
Roger Ebert and Gene Siskel's movie reviews. And I thought those guys had a pretty good, like, approach to reviewing movies. Does the story work? Does the story make sense? Are the characters something that pull you in? Is the script interesting? Is it look good? Does it, you know, does it feel right? Um, all these things are kind of subjective, but um, but they're important. You know, I've always said, and this is why I think I love comics so much, it, it, it's about the story and it's ultimately about the characters and how they're affected by the story. If the, if, if the characters are not characters um, that you can either identify with or, or maybe like, I, I always say you have to sort of like some of them, or if not all of them. This is, somebody said this to me recently. I forget who I was talking to. Um, oh, I think I was talking to my son. They came over last weekend, my son and his wife. Um, that H, it's HBO, I think, uh, that show Succession, which everyone loves, right? I've heard. But but I, I threw out the question because this is my opinion of it, and I haven't watched it. I don't really have an opinion exactly of it, but I just threw out this question to them. I said, I said, is anyone on the show likable? They all seem very like like nasty people. And they, they I don't know the show at all. I forget the name. They threw out somebody, Mikey or something like that. I, I don't know, maybe. But it, it was they were kind of hard pressed, like are these the people you'd want to sit down and have a share a meal with and, 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 and have a drink with or something Th- that to me has always been super important. I need to have some characters that I can root for that I, I like, uh, that maybe a little bit of an underdog always appeals to me, whatever it happens to be stuff like that. I, 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 I have a hard time with pettiness and, and people being mean to each other and watching stuff like that. It's just not, it's not. It's just not that enjoyable to me, <laughs> or grumpiness, or just you know. It's just I got to have something to hold on to. Somebody that you know, you know. That's why. And I was saying this earlier when I watched. I said I watched those Creed movies, but that's why the especially the original Rock, the Rocky movies. It's the first one. He's such a likable character, and you just want to root for him and everything. That 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 is a good. Uh, th- that is a movie. That is somebody. That's a movie that I want to watch and and enjoy. Um, and, and that again, you know, comics are classically about good versus evil, bad guys versus good guys, or or good people versus bad people. Um, and, and you you can definitely pulls you in, right? And uh, so pulling it back to the Marvel universe. All of those movies, I, I mean, that they've done and, and the series, there's characters, all kinds of characters in there that you can kind of get behind and have a lot of appeal. And, and it's very easy. You know, there's humor and, and there there's just just fun. Um, now, let's go to the DC side of things. I, 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 I've said this before, and I think I did a whole podcast about it. Watch the DC animated movies. Those movies are really good, um, better than really the live action stuff. Uh, in the recent years, you know, they, they haven't been that good, uh, honestly. Um, the Snyder films, you know, I, I think his four-hour cut of Justice League was was pretty cool and pretty interesting. Um, this Flash movie, they did the Shazam movies, uh, they've been okay. I mean, the Flash movie looks fun. I mean, just with bringing back Michael Keaton. I mean, that's a genius move there when you're going to do a movie about Barry, you know, and this is all in the trailers. 
you know, going back in time and, and changing things and changing and going off to, you know, potentially a changed Earth or changed universe or whatever it is, if it's an alternate universe or he's just changed things and now the other Batman's around, whatever it happens to be, however they're doing that, um, and to bring back Michael Keaton, who, who I think everyone loves as Batman, is, is, is genius. And we've got a different super uh, person instead of Superman. We have Superwoman. If they're going to call her Supergirl, I don't know. I don't think that's been shown in the in the trailers. I don't remember ever hearing them call her, refer to her as Superman or Super. It's not Superman. I'm sorry, Superwoman. I'm probably going to guess they're going to call her Superwoman, not Supergirl. That's just going to be a guess. Um, but the movie looks fun. I, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Um, and then the big thing with DC that, that a lot of people probably listening already know that James Gunn, who did the Guardians of the Galaxy movies and was kind of a Marvel guy, um, uh, he, he has thrown a lot of humor in what he does. Well, he's been given kind of the keys to the DC um, movie world. And it seems like the all the old... Maybe with a few exceptions. I mean, they're recasting Superman, no more Henry Cavill. So he's creating a whole new set of films um, with, I, I think the the rumor going is it's going to be a fairly, I think the big movie that he's starting with is Superman. Um, it's going to be a fairly young actor, young Superman character, just kind of starting out storyline. It's supposed to be roughly loosely based on a, a group of comics but I don't know how much he's actually using. Who knows? Um, I don't know. I think James Gunn's a smart guy. I think he could do a good job. But it's like I said earlier, we'll just have to wait and see. Maybe I'll like, maybe I won't like. Uh, I I think it'll probably turn out okay. Uh, I, I You know, the DC stuff has been a little bit, had troubles, of course. They didn't have a coherent plan, it seemed like. Uh, certainly not like they did with Marvel. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, my voice is starting to wear down, so I'm going to probably wrap this up pretty quick. I just, you know, comics, the film, the TV shows, it's all good. Uh, we live in a, we live in an amazing time and world where they can make the kind of stuff that they do now and, and, and do the kind of things. By the way, speaking of that, that, that Spider-Verse movie, the, the newest one, it's just the animation is crazy. I mean, some people I've heard a few little people complaining about it's too much. It's overdone. But it really, if you really know comics and and if you get into it and if you kind of go with the flow, I, I just think it's stunning. I just think it's visually just amazing what they do. What I was going to say, though, or my point about it is I don't know. I'm really wondering. I was mentioning to my younger son, Eric because we both saw the movie together. Um, I love, I'm not really spoiling anything, I love how they use um, uh, their powers as Spider-Men, Spider-People, whatever, because there's a whole bunch of versions, especially um, Gwen Stacy, who's an alternate universe Spider-Person, Spider-Woman, she's called. Um, They're like her and Peter, not sorry, Peter, Miles, they're, they're just walking and talking on, on this um, building or statue or whatever it is, I forget, in the early part of the movie. And they just casually walk um, like upside down and they're hanging upside down, but they're, they're, they're spider people and they're just talking. And, and, you know, you can see her little ponytail hanging down. It's just I would love them to do that in a live action movie. 
uh, because that's how it would work and that's how things would happen. I can remember when um, the uh, was it the first of the of the Sam Raimi, I think the first Spider-Man movie where they did that or was it the middle one? I think it was his first one. The whole the whole classic upside down kiss with Mary Jane in the in the in the rain. Um, that's the kind of stuff I want to see Spider-Man just casually doing things, you know, hanging upside down by web or just hanging by his feet or his hands stuck on something. Um, that that little stuff is is gold to me. So just a little side point. All right, everyone. Uh, hey, thanks so much for listening, as always. Uh, you can always contact me, treksf at gmail.com. This is Rico. And uh, what was I going to say? Oh. Um, I'm going to be at Comic-Con again. I've said that already, but I'm really excited. It's it's not very far away now. It's only like a little more than a month, a month and a week. Uh, we're in June. Can't believe it's June 11th. Oh, my God. Uh, and then um, June, I think, oh, preview night is June 19th is when I usually fly in or when I am flying in. So, yeah, or July. Did I say June? I think I said June. Sorry, July 19th. And super, super excited to be back going to Comic-Con. Really um, should be a fun time. Looking forward to see Kenny. Hopefully my friend Dylan will be there again, who I met last year. Hopefully I'll get to be able to go to some cool stuff. I don't know if I can top that 10 forward party last year, though, where I like just casually talking to Anson Mount and Ethan Peck and getting pictures with those guys. Uh, I I don't think we'll see if I can ever top that again. I I don't know. Going to be hard. Going to be hard. All right, folks, uh, I think that's it for this week. Should be a guest cast or repeat show next weekend. Um, And then in two weeks, I forget what I scheduled for two weeks, but I'll be back in two weeks um, one way or the other. All right, everyone enjoy the weather. It's been really nice here the last week or so. We're getting a little rain today, which is good. We need it in Canada. You need a lot of rain to put those fires out. So uh, good luck to you. All right, everyone, take care. Go read some comics. Bye. In. Mm. Say sci-fi. Sci-fi. Can you do it all together? Say treks in sci-fi. Treks in sci-fi. Perfect. <laughs>